I had this funny reflection this morning, um, thinking about a file from like eight years ago when I was newly in the industry and thinking about the way I handled it and thinking to myself, like I would never handle it that way today. You know, right. like there's so much you learn over time um, from being, you know, a new agent to let's say 10 years in the, in the game. Um, so I think for newer agents listening, like mortgage agents and realtors and whoever, like I think all these things that happen to us in our, you know, day-to-day uh, occurrences as professionals in, in the industry. I think it's good that we talk about them because I think it it does help educate other people in the industry as well about what's mm-hmm. out there, what's available, you know, what we're seeing and so on. You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today. Hello, and welcome to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast, where we talk about Real estate in our nation's capital. And uh, I didn't have time to talk to Chat GPT this morning, so that's all you're getting. Uh, my name is Paul Stevenson. I'm a mortgage agent. Uh, I'm here with Greg Campbell. He is a realtor and a managing director at the agency Ottawa. The agency. And uh, we're here with David Warren. He's a mortgage agent and an owner at Referral Mortgages. Gentlemen, how are we doing? How is the weekend? And. Welcome to May. Great. great. Weekend was great. I was in Montreal for our daughters, our daughters's, our two daughters' dance competition. They both placed first in the oh, wow. categories. So that was quite an exciting weekend. And uh, now they've been invited to the World Cups in Whistler in July. <laughs> oh, my God. So, wow. The World Cup. The World Cup of dance. Well, that escalated. Dance. Yeah. Now you, now you got to go to Whistler. <laughs> Which is actually cool because I haven't been to Vancouver or Whistler in like 10 years. And uh, I lived there for 11 years. So I, uh, I'm i excited that this uh, may actually happen. Look at as long hair. as all the other parents can do it. That's pretty wild. It, I feel like yeah. it went from like a, you know, a local festival to winning an event to now to the worlds. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean... They're good. I wasn't expecting this, so it's uh, it's exciting. That's that's cool. That was my weekend. David, how was your weekend? David, <laughs> I uh, Dave, Dave, Dave's 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 handling the business. I think he lost his audio when uh, the little guy jumped on there. <laughs> I uh, oh, he's cleaned his ears. There we go. I uh, I decided to. Uh, Spend the weekend at the hockey rink in April, which is uh, always fun. Now the season's done. We're uh, prepping for the uh, fall. Hey, as soon as the winter season's done, let's get the fall schedule tryouts going. Uh, so we were there at the uh, arena all weekend with some uh, hockey tryouts for my son. And other than that, um, the rain's great because I have a lot of new, newly planted items in my garden. So I'm happy about the rain, gentlemen. So that kept me indoors, watched some hockey. Pretty laid back weekend, if I'm being honest. Didn't do too much. A lot of sitting. A lot of sitting and waiting and watching. Just like the buyers in the Ottawa market. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's great. Okay, well, two things here uh, to our listeners. My, uh, I have no charger. My battery's at 8%. I'll be switching to my phone. I'll be switching to my phone in a minute. Handheld at my phone. I wanted to uh, get into a little something. Uh, something happened last week on the show that uh, you know. Was it last I, week? It was last week. It was last week's show. Okay. 
I got a call. I got a call. Right? I got a call. I did. I got a call and I got an email from uh, a lovely man named Jim Morris. He, uh, Jim Norris, excuse me. He uh, represents Right at Home Realty. And I guess what had happened uh, on the show, we were talking at some point about. Um, exactly. We were talking about, <laughs> uh, you know, people, agents working, agents being in the business, agents not being in the business, agents being part timers, not part timers or whatever. And I guess, and I don't even remember saying this. And I remember asking both of you after, and you said you don't even remember because we generally never do that. We don't bring up the names of agents or brokers, uh, brokerages, etc. cetera, uh, when we're talking, just because it's, you know, it's uh, part of the anti-competition rules uh, for RICO, uh, me being an agent and a partner. Um, so, we, you know, we don't want to be doing that. You can talk vaguely about what's, uh, how you feel about something or what it is, kind of like how, you know, the, the deal I was doing with the, uh, with the agent last week, trying to find the rental and he wasn't getting great service so anyway apparently i said something along the lines of um uh maybe making it seem like it was a not a, a discount brokerage but not a full service brokerage um and i threw in the right at home realty name and i think that that happened subconsciously because i have a couple of uh people that i've known throughout the years that went there and initially they were like you know this offers what i need right now uh, based on fees um, and et cetera. And now what I found out is that Right at Home Realty is actually a full service, like full service brokerage from the back end as well. They have, uh, they have non-licensed managers in every office. So they're non-competition non, non for, the, for the agents, which is great. And um, they have like full training programs they have a great YouTube channel with a lot of information. So I'm, I'm just here offering my apology to uh, Right at Home Realty and all the all the people and all the listeners who um, apparently were listening to the show, working at Right at Home Realty, and then calling Jim Norris after the fact saying, listen, this guy on the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast that I listened to was talking badly or interpreted in whatever way about Right at Home Realty. So I got a call. I got a lesson. I got some information. I know more about Ready at Home Realty now than I ever did before. And, uh, you know, it's it's a great organization. It's growing. It's one of the biggest ones in Ontario. And, um, you know, it is considered a full-service brokerage. And what they offer to their agents is less fees than a more traditional uh, brokerage model similar to uh, ours at the agency. Um, so I just wanted to offer a heartfelt apology to anyone I might have offended by that. It was uh, definitely a little slip of the tongue. And it was not meant to... Uh, to talk badly about the uh, brokerage or any of its agents in any way. And thank you to Jim Norris for educating me on more of what Right at Home Realty is all about. There's a great office in Ottawa and there is a lot of great agents working at, um, at Right at Home Realty in Ottawa. So um, everybody check it out. Great they, name. They have my support right at home. Yeah. So do you want to choose another brokerage that has low fees? You can, uh... <laughs> that I can pump up. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's great though. You know what? You know what's good about this? Jim called me and he, you know, the first thing he said was, he goes, It's nice that I was actually able to call you and have a nice, you know, professional conversation about this. And you've basically responded to me how I would expect another professional to respond. And, you know, and I said, Well, hey, man, I go, That's what the industry has to have more of. 
you know, you can't be, uh, you can't just be excited and talking out a line all the time. And, you know, I just apologize for my little slip and told them that I would give, uh, give the company a shout out on the show. So, uh, you know, I just think it's, it's a great way to, um, it's, it's kind of cool that this happened is what I'm saying. I think it's good. Uh, it's good for me. It's good for the show. It's good for us. It's good for uh, right at home realty as well. Well, it's nice that he approached it that way as well. That he, you know, yeah. he could have gone a multitude of different ways with it. Absolutely. And actually, you know, just have a conversation with you. Uh, a lot of people, I think, would have gone a different direction. So, uh, yes, shout out to Jim. A lot, a lot well. of people could have gone a very different direction. Yeah. I also, uh, it also shows you, and it always surprises me that people listen to us ramble. <laughs> yeah. there are too. People listening to us. but, but yeah. there are there are a lot of people i think that listen that are in the industry either mortgage agents you know appraisers realtors uh inspectors i think there's people in the industry i mean anyone who's into interested in real estate unless you're you know an investor or, or someone who's just really you know hobbyist when it comes to real estate the likelihood of someone listening like i'm not listening to uh a plumber's podcast, right? It would probably be people mm -hmm. in that industry or people that are interested in that. So I would say the majority of our listeners are probably in the industry, but for the people that aren't, um, I think it's also important for them to know that as agents, both realtors and mortgage agents, like we have options for different brokerages, different compensation, different training. Um, so I think it's good for them to be educated too on what is actually available out there. Cause you see, you know, Remax, Royal LaPage, the agency, uh, right at home. Like there's all these different brokers. Like what's the difference? Like who, who cares what yeah. brokerage someone's with? Um, but I think for listeners, they may not understand the differences between the two. So you saying incorrectly, I guess in this case, like something like that, where there's a low fee, like there are options like that out there, um, where agents, maybe agents listening don't even know that. I mean, I had this funny reflection this morning um thinking about a file from like eight years ago when i was newly in the industry and thinking about the way i handled it and thinking to myself like i would never handle it that way today you know right. like there's so much you learn over time um from being you know a new agent to let's say 10 years in the, in the game um so i think for newer agents listening like mortgage agents and realtors and whoever like i think all these things that happen to us in our you know day-to-day uh, occurrences as professionals in, in the industry. I think it's good that we talk about them because I think it it does help educate other people in the industry as well about what's mm -hmm. out there, what's available, you know, what we're seeing and so on. And, and I'll be honest, like, you know, I didn't do, I didn't do any research on right at home realty. I haven't in the past. Um, you know, it kind of made me realize I, sh I should know more about other brokerages and their specific models. And uh, I was happily surprised that you know that right at home realty has all these resources for agents that i i didn't know that they had so uh yeah good thing came out of it right a little bit of knowledge a little bit of wisdom for everyone for sure for sure especially from me so uh after last <laughs> week's show talking about it we did have um we touched very quickly last week i think on the uh bank of canada announcement and you know interest rates and people wanting to go variable now and people kind of shifting their views and so on uh an interesting article came out i think it was yesterday yesterday or the day before um on canadian mortgage trends my go-to uh and it, the headline is interest rates expected to fall to three percent by the end of 2024 so we were saying that you know dave and i were at the conference they mentioned one of the td um, someone representing TD was talking about their analysts expecting, uh, variable rates to go down, you know, prime to go down upwards of 200 basis points. So 2%, uh, down 2% and then by the end of 2024. So this article is kind of, uh, 
corroborating that. Um, so this says the Bank of Canada's benchmark interest rate is expected to fall back to around 3% by the end of 2024, uh, according to a median of responses from market participants. The findings were released in the Bank of Canada's first quarter market participant survey, which surveyed 30 financial market participants between March 9th and 23rd. Um, the, response in, or the respondents also point to the weaker housing markets as the top risk facing economic growth in Canada, followed by tighter financial conditions and tighter monetary policy. The median forecast among participants points to a looming recession with GDP growth of minus 0.1 in 2023. Uh, and then they were saying on inflation, the participants expect the total CPI inflation to slow to 2.7 by the end of 2023, which I think 2.7, I think we're at 4.3 was the last uh, last inflation number, if I'm not mistaken, four point somewhere yeah. in there, Dave. Yeah, somewhere 4.1 or 4.3 and around there. Dave's our inflation guy. Uh, <laughs> inflations and segues, those are uh, and, and babysitter and babysitters and yeah. Canadian bonds. Um, so 2.7 by the end of 23, 23 is definitely trending in the right direction of where at least their target is. Where I think the inflation target is two, no, not two. That's the uh, the rate, uh, the rate target is two percent. Inflation, I'd say it's. Yeah, two to three percent. I think is like a, a normal inflation, right? Two, two yeah. to three uh, percent. So that's kind of where they're expecting it to be, which is great. It means things are kind of balancing out. And I heard someone talking this morning, thinking about two years ago during the the pandemic when it was kind of at its height, and just thinking about what life was like then. Like to think of now, you know, all stores being closed, being forced to stay in our houses. Like it's so wild now to think of that two years out. You know. Yeah, a lot can change. Is all I'm saying. We're getting back to normalcy, it seems. And and speak, you know, kind of touching on rates and uh, and the bond market and all that. The um, there was overnight um, another U.S. bank that was failing that failed the public bank in the U.S. and it was bought its assets bought out by J.P. Morgan um, to basically ensure that it you know it was basically the third largest bank collapse uh, in U.S. Hopefully that stabilized the market. I know they were rushing to uh, to sell off its assets, but it'll be interesting to see how that ripples out over the week into the bond market um, and into the Canadian mortgage bond market, uh, uh, which will you know obviously impacts uh, quite a number of of, uh, of things from rates to currency to to everything, right? So um, kind of is an ongoing trend. So to like like you said, their their expectations or, or hopes are that like start lowering rates. Uh, come 2024, the you know Q1, uh, and start dropping that 200 basis points. But you know anything can happen, and if, uh, if these banks in, in the U.S. continue to keep having issues and bank runs, you know that translates over to the Canadian market, then that could uh, drastically change things. Um, you know, there's always a plan until that plan gets blown up. Yeah, exactly. And there's still there's a lot going on in the world still. So who who knows what's around the corner? But uh, I mean, it's good to have a plan because if you if you don't have a plan, then you know nothing happens. Yeah. No. Exactly. I think uh, Greg, did you? I think you had. Uh, did you have some stories over the weekend that you wanted to touch on? Did I have a story that I wanted to touch on over the weekend? No, my story was the right at home realty story. Got it. <laughs> I oh. think there was there was uh, an email that we got from a uh, from oh, a woman yes. that we that we got out to uh, dinner with actually uh, Michael um, and uh, and he was talking about Paul maybe you can bring that up but he yeah I have it here kind of the um, the moving lateral, moving within the city 
um, you know, smart sales and smart buying, uh, the different pockets of the city are uh, multiple offers or are still hot, whereas some pockets of the city are, are not selling as, as quickly. Uh, so this gentleman uh, was able to sell his house in, uh, in Riverside South, I believe, or Finley Creek, one of the two, um, mm. and uh, was able to sell for, I believe, just over a million and was it, and then moved and was able to buy a larger home in Russell, where it's a uh, buyer's market, and uh, save, you know, get a bigger house, bigger lot for, for $200,000 less. Uh, so hmm. kind of a, an interesting comment from him uh, about, you know, moving laterally within, sometimes within the city uh, can also improve, uh, you know, your financial picture or situation, because mm -hmm. there are always different pockets uh, that are, you know, maybe a buyer's or a seller's market and you know, in different uh, areas. Yeah, I can read the specifics here just to, just to touch on it. it. says, I'm following up with an interesting phenomenon that perhaps may be worth discussing on the show. New, uh, newly returned concept. For those looking to capitalize on the buyer versus seller's market differential, uh, I believe there is some serious equity to gain. That's kind of his, uh, his preface. And here's the info. It says, I currently live in Finley Creek, described as currently as a seller's market. We currently sold our four-bedroom plus loft. Uh, 2,600 square feet above grade for 10,000 over ask in 20 hours. So that's very fast. Um, yeah, 1.045. We then moved up, in quotes, in home, moving to Russell and purchasing a five-bedroom, four-bath, triple-car garage on a 50 by 110-foot lot. Both homes were bolted in 2021 uh, for 882,000. Russell's currently a buyer's market with the home we purchased having been on the market for 200-plus days. That's a difference in price of 163,000. Assuming 50,000 closing costs, co closing costs to include realtor fees, legal fees, disbursements, movers, etc. That's 113,000 in equity uh, slash mortgage savings. So, yeah, yeah, very interesting. Everyone always thinks of of sizing up, but I mean, in his case, he did size up physically. But yeah, I, I've done that. You know, personally, I've I've done that a couple of times, even in my within downtown of moving from, you know, almost same size home to same size home, but just moving uh, slight areas within downtown and been able to, you know, fix up the next place, you know, live in it for a couple of years, sell it, move to a similar size uh, and kind of rinse and repeat. And, and each time just kind of keep an eye out for, for those deals. And I will say that was before having a, uh, before having a child. Uh, so it made it a lot easier. I imagine it's not as easy uh, to move as often as I did, but to Michael's point, there you know there is, there are different pockets um, that have different sale prices, different size homes, you know, different um, demand, and uh, and it's certainly something if you're looking at kind of taking advantage of that and and locking in that equity gain, um, certainly in uh, you know moving laterally or in this case even moving up just between areas can be hugely beneficial for. Or long-term growth of uh, of investments, or 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 overall personal situation. Sorry, I'm, my kids. Yeah, 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 no, it's all good. And Russell's not even that far. Russell's a great location. I mean, Russell, R Richmond, Munster. Um, you know, I mean, more comparable to Russell, I guess, would be Embrun and Limoges. But Embrun's hot. Embrun's great. Better prices. I mean, better prices for the type of home that you know certain people want in the city. And it's not really that far. I don't know why people think Embrun is so far, but if you're used to living in like uh, Barhaven or Orleans, Embrun is actually right at the highway, basically. So I mean, your access to get into town is pretty is pretty quick. 
you know, I love it out there. And you can save a hundred to 150,000 pretty quick. Yeah. Munster is another spot I'm surprised hasn't picked up, uh, even from a development standpoint, like Ashton, Munster, like you're literally between Carlton Place and Stittsville, which mm -hmm. seems like a pretty ideal location. I know in that area, right when you get on the Highway 7, the Stittsville exit, I can't remember the name of it. I think it's just Stittsville. Um, right by the Play Value toy store. When you get off there, they have highways and off-ramps pre-built for the next like 25 years out there. Like clearly prime for development. All mm -hmm. sorts of uh, forest land and so on. Not suggesting we get rid of the forest, but um, a lot of farmland and things like that that without doubt are going to be developed on. But Munster is kind of right in that pocket where it's actually closer than Carlton Place. But there's only, I don't know, maybe 100 homes in Munster? Maybe 200 homes? Like, I, I don't know what the actual it's number small. is. But, yeah. but really, really nice, neat, kind of tiny homes and tiny uh big lots considered considering the homes like lots of acreage yeah. i would say and uh, i don't even know why i said tiny homes they're not tiny at all and um and yeah if, if anyone is kind of looking for one of those uh outskirts i guess like check out check out munster uh, as you said greg Ombur, Ombur. Oh, um, i'm trying to think of what else is kind of ashton is right in that munster area kind of same idea and then um yeah back with black's corners places like that are uh are really neat kind of pockets that don't get talked about enough. I don't think. Let me, uh, you know what? That's a good. That's a good um, segue into uh, me doing a little bit of a report on those areas for next week. Mm. I'm behind on my stats. I know the spring market kicked in, and I just haven't taken the time. I see them, but I haven't taken the time to write them down and make a nice graphic for everyone. But uh, that'll be good. So I'll do. So next week I'll do Munster, Richmond, and um, and I'll do Russell. Yeah, that'll like be good. That's a task. Everyone can kind of see what's going on out there and how much they can save. What uh, What did you see in the in the actual market this week, Greg? Like as far as uh, like listing showings, like what's what's the market looking like in general? It's it's the same. Uh, you know, we put up a condo. At 320 Parkdale, which is a pretty unique building, it's loft style. You know, we put it up, it's got parking, it's very well done. Um, you know, not overly upgraded, it's just nice. And, uh, you know, it's sold in three days. Basically, full price, no conditions. Not multiple offers, but that was just, that was the offer. So it's, uh, that was pretty, I was impressed by that, uh, to see a condo move that quick. And uh, also uh, had a buyer came in, property was just listed, came in, bought it again, full price. Uh, only condition was a review of a status certificate and everything was okay with that. Um, I had a couple deals firm up. I had a couple deals closed and uh, the rentals is still the, is still super, super hot. I have three, well, we have three people we're looking at rentals with right now. Finding it challenging just to uh, because of the competition and making sure that everybody has all their proper documents together. Um, but due to this recent increase in, in rental um, activity, at, at rental business for us, we're actually kind of building a, uh, a better system for people looking for rentals. Because we've never, I, I've never done this much at one time. So I'm kind of realizing that there's, uh, there's a lot of people who need help, so I'm going to try to I'm trying to build a, a better system 
with Luca so that we're um, we're we're able to serve them better, serve the people looking for rental properties. Like I mean, we're we're good at it. We're in a, on a bit of a roll, but uh, you can always always do better and help more, right? So if anyone's looking for a rental, we've we've got a good team that can uh, that can help out and get you into something. I just yes. thought of something. I just thought of something. I'm going to get you, Greg. I'm not going to mention it until you have it on during the show. And I also realized, speaking of having on, we are wearing pretty much the exact same sweater today, which is hilarious. Yeah, I changed I, into I, this I, when I, I got I, home, I, and I'm like, I think Greg's mirroring my image. Mine's a mine's a, a navy, a dark navy. <clears throat> uh, funny story. So my son and I, we uh, he had his hockey yesterday. First, his first game was at 10 the second was at two so we had some time in between so we went to uh went to a local coffee shop and um and uh, he was working on one of his assignments and his assignment uh it's in a the class is personal life management so it's basically how to live like a normal human after you uh, graduate school which is a pretty interesting course and certainly something we never had but one of the things he was going through was an exercise where they had to find uh they had like case studies and one of the case studies was regarding a couple looking to buy a home. And I thought it was quite hilarious because this was clearly done, this worksheet, many years ago. Uh, it was, uh, you know, uh, whoever and whoever were out buying a home, you know, they're looking in the downtown core. Um, the, you know, they want something that's minimum three bedrooms, two bath, garage, et cetera. Uh, their budget for purchasing is 250000 Um, They save 40000 for down payment. And you had to figure out, you know, what what the property taxes were, what the utilities are going to be, how much it's going to cost them, what is it compared to renting? Like, it was actually a perfect assignment for me to work on with him, uh, to be honest. That's basically what I do every day. Uh, but it was just, I, I just showed him what's available for two hundred fifty thousand, uh, which was nothing basically in Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we ended up having to go to London, Ontario, to be downtown, uh, and there was a few condos that were like two forty nine nine, I think, is what we found. But just amazing the, I mean, the teacher obviously must have used this from another worksheet or something. I mean, it's this, even the rent, like there was another option that was the case study was a rental, uh, three friends looking to rent a place. And they had a total of 1500, all utilities included, has to be downtown, laundry on site, et cetera. It's like, this is Narnia. Like these things don't yeah. exist. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, total Narnia. Oh yeah. Where's Aslan? You know, where's the <laughs> where's the witch in the wardrobe? They're, they're hiding somewhere. You know, that's a great uh, that's a great course or a great um, assignment for for kids his age. Like actually, something practical. Yeah, they, yes. the, the class is really neat. Like all the assignments he's had have been pretty, like very realistic, practical budgeting, uh, finding jobs. Uh, like they had to create a career path and what do you make for that position and like it's actual real life tangible learnings which i thought was that's cool refreshing yeah definitely never had those courses <laughs> no no now let's keep in mind our our business courses were like when we took business in school it was literally like uh like typing on a keyboard that was yeah. our business. That, that was business back in the day if you know how to type on a keyboard you can do more than 10 words per minute you know business, hey? You're a businessman. <laughs> you and your just walking down the street with a keyboard and a boombox. That guy must be in business. <laughs> Always business. That's amazing. Oh. All right, um, gentlemen. Well, today, I, I feel I feel out of sorts. I feel like I've been helpful today, but I feel out of sorts. It's surprising we're usually so on for Mondays. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Stephen says, uh, Stephen, our producer also says that uh, nobody would hire you if you don't know how to write cursive. Hey, that was the yeah. uh, the old the old mantra. Yeah. If you so don't know you how to cursive, cursive right, you're those damn Zeds, you know. Pretty funny, eh? How like our kids will never need to write cursive if they don't want to. I mean, I print myself. Uh, I could. I used to be able to write. I could still write cursive if I needed to, but I print. But our kids will never need to write cursive unless they want to learn like calligraphy. Yeah, you know? I just I just write my kids notes in cursive so they have no idea what i'm saying i love it steven <laughs> cursive is a new invisible ink yeah <laughs> very true steven's on a roll hold him back good segue steven should we get into the mood boost yeah Let's do it. So. <laughs> one for himself uh i got three i'm i could squeeze four but i think i'll go three the fourth is soft so uh number one Two goldfish are in a tank. One says to the other, do you know how to drive this thing? Thank you. <laughs> Dude, that was the bad. Oh, bad. Very, very delayed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're all deadpan. Number... I, was, I was laughing and looking at all of us with no expression. Go ahead. See, I can't even see you guys because I'm reading them. So oh, I'm yeah, just hoping, right. I just hoping you laugh. Dave's nothing. probably shaking his head on mute. Yeah. Uh, number two, I know a lot of jokes about retired people, but none of them work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And uh, number three, a frog. Everyone got the uh, 23 and me. a frog, got his DNA tested. Turns out he's part Irish, part British, and a tadpole. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. They, mm -hmm. they increased in quality. Uh, uh, still not, still not quality, but they increased in quality. Uh, oh, throughout the three, yes, <laughs> each one. Um, if you guys don't mind, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna shamelessly promote uh, an article that I wrote last week because it's getting, uh, getting good, uh, good traction, and a lot of I've had a lot of kind of comments and DMs because of it. It's the seven essential tips that every first-time homebuyer should know. Mm. Uh, so I, I sometimes I don't write these sorts of articles because I feel like. Everyone probably knows these things, but then when I do write them, people are like, this is great, great info. So I feel like sometimes we as professionals maybe yes. write it for other professionals in the industry as opposed to the general public. Um, so if anyone's interested in that, if you have anyone that's kind of out shopping or is a first-time homebuyer, uh, if you just go to my website, paulstevenson.ca, uh, there's a, on the first page, there's a section there for my blogs and um, seven essential tips that every homebuyer should know. So check it out um, seven essential nutrients yes that every home buyer should Needs. have <laughs> uh, dave martini madness coming up yeah well. next uh, uh, may next 12th friday. next friday today that's very soon for early well by the time everyone listens to this you will have missed early bird so mm. too bad regular <laughs> prices are on <laughs> if you're listening live, buy now. If you're listening tomorrow when it comes out, it's too late. <laughs> yeah. So um, .ca, we got uh, we got you know Glass Tiger, an old school band playing. We got uh, you got Glass Tiger playing. Glass yeah, Tigers playing. We got uh, we got you know DJ Ryan Lavelle on the ones and twos afterwards. Oh my god! Amazing. You know, vodka dinner station. Let's go. Sorry, I'm, I'm dying here. Alan Freud from Glass Tiger. Don't forget me when I'm gone. I can't wait. 
God. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. We might actually make it out to that one, David. Great. FYI. Well, hope to see. We're working on it, working on it now. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's sitters, news to me. Get those I just made my day. And, uh, get in, uh, get it, and get that Uber because uh, it's, it's mad. Martini's and it's martinis. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Well, great, uh, great show. Okay. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Make sure to uh, make sure to like, subscribe, review, share, comment, all those other words, and uh, we'll be back next week. The Auto Real Estate Podcast. What a show! How are we still doing this? Sorry, sorry, people. We apologize. Have a good week. <laughs> yeah. For tuning in everyone we hope you enjoyed today's episode please remember to like share comment and subscribe because we'd really like that <laughs>